0: A few words regarding the budget. This spring, Del Rey Pictures announced that Talking Wind director Pablo Monterey is set to adapt the highly anticipated film version of author Caroline O'Connell's Looking for Nebraska, a story that follows a 15-year-old girl in her quest to uncover the secrets of a lost treasure left behind by a group of workers on the Transcontinental Railroad. Filming is scheduled to begin this fall in South Dakota. Recently, Variety revealed a dispute between Monterey and the studio regarding an additional $45,000 to shoot a dream sequence featuring a runaway steam engine falling to the bottom of a ravine. Following are correspondences between Monterey and Delray Pictures executive David Castle. Dear Mr. Monterey, We have a great deal of faith in your ability to deliver us a strong picture but our decision is less a question of your integrity, and more a concern of dollars and cents. We began this year with several promising releases, which turned out to be quite the disappointments. Our accountants have been working round the clock to smooth out these recent hits. Most of them have already returned the mugs they received for Christmas. We hope you understand that it's just not possible right now for us to incur any more costs than what we've already allotted. We feel that you'll be more than capable of producing an exciting and compelling film with the budget we've provided sincerely david castle dear mr castle thank you for your prompt response to my letter i understand these are trying times for everyone at the studio why just the other day i noticed your mercedes up on the lift at giuseppe's auto my condolences i'm thankful to hear that you have faith in me as a director and am excited about what i'll be bringing to the film I'll certainly do my best with the studio's change. After all, it isn't as though this was the most sought-after property of last year, which you and your friends over there at Delray Pictures, a subsidiary of Cracker Jack, purchased for pennies on the dollar. One could only assume and pray that the money saved in said transaction would benefit the film. Nevertheless, did you get those food stamps I sent over? Sincerely, Pablo Monterey. Dear Mr. Monterey, You're more than welcome. Promptness is a virtue, and had Benjamin Franklin written of a fourteenth, it would have been punctuality. What was your excuse the other day again? Traffic? Oh no, I'm sorry, the bus was behind schedule. And so in light of your candor, I feel as though I should inform you. You were not our first choice. In fact, Pablo Monterey was seventh on our list. Allow me the opportunity to enlighten you. Firstly there was Kenneth Wright. That's right, THE Kenneth Wright. You probably never noticed him on the lot, what with your parking space being across the street and all. Mr. Wright showed a strong interest in the project, but in the end ran into a scheduling conflict with the film he wrote and planned to produce this November. Secondly, we contacted Alan Davis, who just finished up a two-picture deal with Cowan. We felt he was just edgy enough for the picture. Unfortunately, Cowan demanded several reshoots on Davis's last film, which booked him solid for the rest of the year. Thirdly, there was Mitch Bunuel, who, I'm sure you heard, went scuba diving off the coast of Tobago last month and never surfaced. Incidentally, the service will be later this month. We even looked at a filmmaker by the name of Dale Stallings, an incredibly talented commercial director looking to get into features. After that, we looked at a few up-and-comers that all showed potential but eventually fell through the contractible cracks, if you will. Then there was Dirk Mello, an out-of-work porno director that came in looking for janitorial work. You came up after him. Cordially, Mr. Castle. Mr. Castle, thank you for your list of befuddlements. I found them quite amusing. Enclosed is a list of other studios I'd rather be working for. To save time, yours is at the bottom behind a stain where my cat spit up. Best wishes, Pablo. P.S. El Cheque esta bueno. Mr. Monterey, I have spoken with several colleagues and members of the board and we feel that it would be best to bring in a backup director, in case, for some reason, unbeknownst to me, God willing, you were unable to fulfill your duties as director of Looking for Nebraska. Thumbing through the Rolodex, looking for like-minded creative sorts to carry on with the same level of professionalism and integrity, in the event a replacement was in fact needed, when I remembered my niece just turned seven years old and, like you, enjoys playing dress-up. The resemblance is uncanny, really. The only thing is, her mother's very protective. I would have to promise to look after her and make sure she didn't pick up any of your good habits, like smoking through your ears or peeling bananas with your feet. D. Castle. Mr. Castle, I think having your niece on set is a wonderful idea. It gets pretty stressful out there and I'm sure her presence would help ease tensions. And if she's as wishy-washy as you, she might have a promising career as a film executive ahead of her. By the way, how are those knees treating you? You know, it scares me to see a man of advancing years like yourself not receiving the proper kind of treatment. In my country, you would have been put down years ago. Executed in public square as requisitioned by the state. In any event, I've taken it upon myself to trouble the prop master for a foot bath, which the crew and I plan to place in front of your chair. I also ordered you some bath salts and foot powder. Now, I wasn't sure what kind of relief you may be seeking, so I went ahead and purchased every kind they had. I know, I'm a saint. And don't you dare think of paying me pack. Before I purchased the items, I stopped by the bank and withdrew money from that special account we talked about. Pablo winks and nudges at David. By the way, we should probably hire accountants with signatures more difficult to duplicate. I also picked up a new hat and sundress. Don't you just love this mild summer we're having? Warmest regards pablo monterey mr monterey i find your spirited attitude toward thievery and the desire for jail time an utter delight do you have plans for the holidays i hear san quentin puts on a hell of a christmas carol your portrayal of a lump of coal would be uncanny a performance for the ages i can already imagine the prison reviews etched into the laundry room wall convicted puppy flasher alan boggs writes Pablo Sweet Lips Monterey delivers a one-two knockout performance as a dirty and neglected lump of coal, too scared of the fire's heat. The only tragedy of the evening was Monterey's first appearance on stage not coming until the third act. His charged and true depiction was an earth-shattering experience that will keep this Christmas merry, warm, until springtime. I know you always wanted a stronger fan base. Well, here's your chance. And I think you'll find more luck with acting, really. What is it that they say? Directors are just frustrated actors. You'll have to keep me up to date on all your success, though. After all, you wouldn't be there if it weren't for me. Think of the wealth that will come with your newfound fame. Increased library time, more hours in the yard, and rising acts of sodomy from a guy named Jill. I and every executive here at the studio, along with our team of lawyers, will do everything in our power to make this dream of yours a reality. So please, sir, spend freely and prosper, I insist. Sincerely, David Castle. Dearest David, Rocking gently back and forth on the veranda, looking out at the fruits of my labor with a glass of iced tea, which I occasionally rest against my forehead to cool myself, I mull over our petty slanders. I can't help but feel as though we've gotten off on the wrong foot. This childish back and forth is really getting us nowhere. I strongly believe with all my heart If you just take a moment and listen to reason, you and I will be able to come to some sort of an agreement. I see a compromise is in our future. After all, we're both men of honor. Well, I am. You still have three more merit badges to go. By the way, how'd that one on hygiene turn out? I remember last time we spoke in person, you mentioned it was giving you some trouble. Or was that just my deduction? Nevertheless, I found some interesting literature on the common bathing practices of African elephants, which I'm sending your way. I hope it finds you well. Getting done to business, let's take a second and look at the facts of the case. Firstly, there are my credentials, which you believe fall just under that of a second-rate smut peddler. In fact, I've seen Mr. Mello's films, and you made the right call in passing. Why Prison Jill and I could give you more passion and drama in a rendition of Oklahoma. Secondly. There is your humorous and seemingly whimsical background, which, shockingly, we've neglected to spotlight in the midst of our gamble through kind words. It's a story that always brings a smile to my face. In it, we find an already over-the-hill David Castle, nice job, by the way, on losing the Jewish surname, who weeks before, taking in an executive position at Delray Pictures, had probably seen a total of six films in his entire lifetime, with the last one being a premiere of T.W. Laurel's 1916 The Argumentative Case of Mr. Henry Poole, an old-world tale of corrupt and authority-driven powdered wigs muscling the common man. See what I did there? Also, you recently had a birthday. Did you know that? I know these past years have left you in a somewhat fragmented state of mind. Not to fret. Soon, everybody will find your asinine behavior adorable in a cockamamie sort of way. I see it a fairly smooth transition for you. Faithfully, Pablo. Mr. Monterey, I must apologize for my lack of correspondences this month. Our workload at the studio has risen to a seemingly insurmountable measure, and as a result, my company of social liaisons have reported taking on water, so to speak. Not that I'm complaining. Work is good, and the work we've been doing has shown tremendous promise. We're all very excited. I would be remiss if I didn't begin by saying that our recent efforts were all thanks to you. Yesterday afternoon, I spoke with the lead investigator regarding the impersonation and fraud charges which have been brought against you. And this morning, I met with your replacement at the loveliest little bistro on Nell Drive. I regaled in the moment and indulged myself with a wedge of cake from their display case. In fact, I've been scheming over the past few weeks as to the best way of informing you that your services will no longer be needed. Unfortunately, each ploy I devise ends with your pants soaked in a public setting, which is brought on during your flee from the profound embarrassment. After many restful nights filled with sweet and satisfying dreams, I came to realize that it would be most appropriate for you to receive said dismissal whilst in the privacy of your 10x10 studio apartment. Sincerely, David Castle Mr. Castle, you're fat. Cashing your checks, Mr. Monterey Mr. Monterey, this is true. I am on the heavy side. Lucky for me, your wife suggested a workout regimen where I lift her up in the air Tuesdays and Thursdays while you're at the bar. Sincerely, David Castle. Castle. Understood. I'll see you at the next production meeting, Monterey. Monterey, bring potato salad. Castle. a production of Thaddeus Ellenberg's Casual Friday written and read by Thaddeus Ellenberg with an introduction by Nicole Kalasich and artwork by Adrian Lobel this series is independently produced by Thaddeus Ellenberg and Will Scoville. to find more episodes and information visit our website at casualfridaypodcast.org or email us at contact.casualfriday at gmail.com